You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good morning. Welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiri, along with Frank Wolf from Western New York Athletics. Nate Butel from NCCC and Brian Baker, head coach at uh, Wilson, both girls coaches. Roger is stuck home. He has over a foot of snow in his driveway, so he is not able to make it. He's going to call in, though, so uh, we'll get uh, Roger's opinion on what's going on with girls basketball, as that will be the theme of today's show. Howdy, (laughs) y'all. Thank you. (laughs) How you doing, guys? Morning, Tony. Hey, I'm honored to sit in Roger's seat this morning. <laughs> Good morning, guys. How you guys doing? Glad you guys could make it. Drive was uh, a little slower than I would have liked. Took a if you take your time, you should have no problems. I thought it was truthfully, I thought it was going to be much worse this morning. You know, they're talking about ice underneath the snow, and uh, I was really worried about uh, you know getting in today. But if you take your time, you should be all right. How was the ride in for you guys? Lockport was a little dicey, uh, but obviously the plow crew last night did a good job on the main roads. Throughway was pretty good. How about you, Nate? Yeah, a little longer than normal, but uh, you know it actually looks beautiful out there this morning. Um, you know, it, it's it's a big improvement from yesterday. Yeah, and I guess all uh, warnings watches have been canceled. Yeah. Uh, so that's good news. What about you, Frank? It's cold out, but I mean Amherst did a great job. I could have rode a bike in. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's cold outside. It's cold inside. The studio's like a uh, a refrigerator right now. I think we forgot to pay the heating bill. <laughs> it's cold in here. You know, I don't want to say it's too cold, but uh, Derek's building a snowman in the control room. <laughs> it's like a meat market in here. <laughs> it really is. News and notes, Frank. I've got just a few here, Tony. Um, in bowling, Trace McKenzie <laughs> bowled a 300 game. He's with uh, Fredonia. All part of a 792 set. Congrats to him. That's another 300 game we've seen this year so far, and the season's really just getting underway. There's some nice tournaments coming up February 2nd. Uh, there's a big one. Check out uh, Dan Kaplan on uh, Twitter or on Facebook. We'll I came s- close in video bowling. For, to a 300? Yeah. How many games? Uh, it took me a lot. <laughs> I'll All keep right. plugging away. Yes, keep doing that. Keep Use two balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, baseball news. Jeff Helmbrecht is the varsity has been named varsity baseball coach at West Seneca West. Uh, that's cool, man. I mean, they're on fire right now. Yeah, they now. are, man. They they really are, Jeff. Uh, I I don't know Jeff personally, but my brother speaks highly of him. He's a great uh, guy. Yeah, a lot of fun. Good baseball guy. So he I really mean, is. West Seneca West is really attracting a lot of uh, winning. Uh, coaches and and players and and it's fun to really be. turning the athletic program around. And from what Matt Tadaro does a lot of work on our website WNY Athletics. He's a graduate of West Seneca West, and he says Frank, it's a different feeling. People actually want to play, uh, and that's uh, you know before like West Seneca West didn't have a lot of success. No, and now they're starting to have some. So good luck to Jeff and that baseball team out there. I know they'll do uh, good things. We'll probably talk to him in the springtime. That'd be cool. 
the New York State Sports Writers Association, uh, they had the double A and A uh, first team, second team, honorable mentions all released right. on Friday. I noticed first team double A, uh, three guys from Lancaster, Ben Damiani, Joel Andreessen, and Max Giordano all made it. Uh, and uh, Matt Myers, of course, no-brainer there. Right. And he was named co-player of the year for Class A, so congrats to him and all those guys on a great season. And uh, Western New York girls fed hockey, Emma Faso from Cash. She now has 95 points, so she's just five points away from the 100-point plateau. That's amazing. The way she plays, she should have that done on Monday. I believe they play Monday. Uh, check the girls' schedule out. Uh, Bill Pavone does a great job. WNY Girls Varsity Hockey. they got a Facebook page. You'll find the schedule, no problem there. Um, on t- this coming Tuesday for football, there's a coaches' roundtable at South Park. Tim Delaney's been trying to put that together. Um, I know the last one might have had a snow yeah. um, push that off. So they're going to be there 5:30 to 7:30 at South Park High School in room 206. It's open to all coaches. You can hear from coaches, and if you got something to say, uh, he's got a platform there for you as well. So get it. Hook up with Tim Delaney this week if you're planning to come out there for that coaches' roundtable. Uh, I'd like to get to that myself just to see uh, a lot of the coaches. And then, Tony, just some news uh, involving West Seneca East Hockey. Their trainer, Kip Palmeter, uh, Palmeter um, his house burned down. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, it was last weekend. Um, his house, everything was a total loss. Oh, man. So um, now everyone got out, the pets too, uh, but the house is just gone, and they're looking for some help. If you can... Help out the West Seneca East Trojans uh, team trainer, uh, Kip. Uh, he's got. They do have a, a GoFundMe page. If you go follow them on Twitter or look for them on Twitter, um, the West Sen- at WSE Trojan Hockey will give you all the details here. We just had you know Coach Print in studio right. a few weeks ago, so um, you know best of luck to them. I know that the kids on the team just bought him a brand new Kindle Fire tablet. Uh, so that was pretty cool uh, for those guys. Um, there is a last but not least, but I can't really find it. Uh, oh, follow us on Twitter. You know, we have a Twitter handle. There you go. Uh, you can follow Inside High School Sports on Twitter. We mostly they're just, we're just retweeting stuff uh, that we get from the reporters. Yeah, information, there, things, things like, like that. that. Uh, fundraisers and that. But you could follow us at, on Twitter at ihss five fifty. Perfect. That's all I got for you. Buddy. All right, guys, let's get into talking girls basketball today on this, uh, oh, ugly. <laughs> I consider it an ugly day, but uh, I shouldn't complain because after this, I'm going to go home and it's uh, time to build indoor forts with the kids. That's living. <laughs> Whereas we're building snow forts here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you need uh, your meat chilled, come here. We, uh, we'll let you keep it chill free of charge <laughs> it is, really is cold is rick dennison helping out because i hear he's looking for work yeah he is <laughs> i'm sure uh, the guys will be talking about that on sports talk saturday of course the bills looking for a new offensive coordinator hey nate what about you Are you interested in that oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> happy where i'm at <laughs> you like coaching line don't you I do like coaching the line. I, I I love working with Star Point still. That's uh you know I'm I'm blessed to have that opportunity to still be able to to do that a little bit here and there. And uh, I have and to we, pick. And we've your, been successful the last few years, so it's been a, a heck of a lot of fun. I have to pick your brain at some point. How to get kids to get low? 
it seems like they don't want to bend. It's just get out, stand up out of your three-point stance and then try to block. We'll, we'll have to do some uh, Facebook Live demonstrations, Tony. Me, me and you, one-on-ones. Frank, All right. Frank can uh, film it for us. There we go. <laughs> I get leverage. I'm small. <laughs> you know what? We just purchased a whole bunch of equipment for live streaming. WNY Athletics is going to be doing a feature game each week. Uh, could be girls basketball. Maybe it'll be a football demonstration between Nate and Tony. <laughs> Come out, because uh, we're going to do uh, clinics throughout the month of June up in Niagara Falls for uh, for Niagara Falls Junior Football. And it's going to be every Saturday. Maybe we'll have, uh, when we have one of our guest speakers, maybe Nate will be one of our speakers. And, uh, you know, you could come and film that. That'd be cool. Will there be a grill? I don't for know. Purposes. I have to talk to Chuck Fink. That'll to, help. Uh, that would be that would help tremendously if you had a grill there. Yeah, and something to put on that grill. Yeah, these kids get hungry. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. So we'll get to that. Brian uh, Baker's here, too. Bakes. <laughs> the Bakes. <laughs> all right, guys, uh, let's start with small schools. Uh, first of all, uh, Brian, your team, uh, you guys are usually up at the top. I haven't been able to follow as much uh, lately, but every now and then to do, uh, ch- you know, check in. And, of course, you guys are winning as usual. Yeah, I'm super happy with uh, where we're at right now as a team. we got very strong senior leadership. You know, we took a couple early losses in the season, uh, but we're, we're um, re-energized, we're recharging over break, and now it's mostly all downhill for us for, with games. So their work ethic's been super strong, uh, the commitment to the team's been super strong, and better than that, their commitment to the classroom and the community's even better. So wins or losses right now are secondary for us, but uh, they're a really great group to work with. How much emphasis do you put on academics uh, for your team? I mean, if somebody gets a... Uh I don't know, a, a below-average report card. Do you sit them? Uh, do you have tutoring or something to help them out? Yeah, our school has been real good with um, helping students that are struggling. Uh, one of the reasons why I switched over to girls' basketball, though, is I do not have many problems in that area. Our team average this year was just under 98 as a team. That's wow. everybody together. Um, so academically, we're super strong, and you know that translates to the court. They're a smart group. Um, they're very, very prepared. You know, we we study a lot of film, um, so they they really balance their schedule between work and school and sports. So it's it's obviously been a pleasure to work with these guys. And you know, academically, um, I have some of the strongest students in the school on my team, which is outstanding achievement. Is it uh, difficult to get them to buy into off-season training, uh, to work on their game, to hit the gym, things like that? I think we've been lucky at at Wilson um, because we've been really strong with it the last few years, and I think our program and our culture right now with the off-season program, it's almost it's it's not mandatory, but for a lot of the players in their own head, it's it's mandatory because I think the success that we've had in season obviously is created by our um, our strong out out of season play. It seems like you you've really developed a culture at Wilson, and this has been going. I, I mean, I've known you for quite some time now. And every year it's the same thing. So it really seems like uh, the kids in the Wilson district are buying into what you're teaching. And it's like as soon as they step on, they know what's expected of them. And that starts with our youth programs. We have great youth coaches. Uh, For the last 17 years I've been in the girls program, we've had great youth coaches starting all the way down from second grade up. Uh, the modified program's great. We have a great leader in the modified program right now, Coach Ferry. She was an All-American Division One player, 
And, you know, my JV coach is strong, and I've always had really good committed assistants that volunteer. And, you know, those those people that put the time in, it's so valuable, and you can't repay them. Um, but for them to want to come back and just for the kids that want to play for the, the program, it's it's fun for me because I teach in the middle school, and I see the, the younger kids, and I watch them grow, and uh, our school connects to the high school, so I get to see them all through, and it's really fun to watch them succeed not only on the court but in school. Nate, as a college coach, do you see uh, young ladies developing – more due to all the stuff that goes on in the off season, the clinics, the camps, and and things like that. Yeah, there's a ton of opportunities out there that I think people are taking advantage of. Whether that's um, you know training opportunities, AAU, um, you know wor- working with you know your high school coach out of season. Um, there's just a, a bigger commitment level um, to 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 the sport from kids and even at a younger age. Um, so I yeah absolutely, um, and that that's. That's advantageous to me because they're coming in more prepared. Yeah, I would think so. That's less that you have to work on sure. as far as fundamentals, and you can, you know, concentrate more on the game. Yeah, um, you know, I, I you always like when you got kids that come from good, stable programs. You know, be that high school programs, AAU programs, or, or trainers or handlers or people that that they work with. Um, you know, it's always good when you have people that have a backbone to them. Now, when you uh, figuring out who you want to go and scout, uh, uh, do you look at success the program has had over the last several years? Uh, and know because you don't want to waste your time and going to check out a game and you're not going to get anything out of it. Yeah, I mean, you want winners. You, you definitely want people that that know what it takes to win. Um, you know, know know all the hard work and all the things that you know maybe aren't seen by everybody in terms of watching film or or uh, you know doing the right things in the classroom that are kind of behind the scenes. You want those type of kids. Um, for me. You know, I, I want kids that are just going to be super passionate about the sport. Um, that they're kind of you know eat, sleep, breathe the sport of basketball. Um, that, that's that's what I'm looking for. Those kids that that exude that passion for the game. Does that jump out at you when you're when you're attending a game? Absolutely. You know, Brian and I were at the same game the other night. I didn't even know he was there. We were both kind of tweeting and texting about it back and forth. Um, and uh, you know, there's there a, a certain player there that just um, you know the passion that she has for the game and the way. That that she plays just is it oozes out of her. I mean, everybody in the gym can see it. All right, let's uh, bring on Roger Weiss. If you guys will put your headphones on. Good morning, Raj. Morning, guys. How you doing? Oh, we're doing good. Uh, did you get the driveway done yet? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, my neighbor don't get home from work till uh, mid afternoon. So, so you're stuck inside. Well, if anybody's listening, please, this is an emergency. Get Roger a garbage plate. He's going to need one immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Frank, I thought by now you would have uh, improved on your moaning, y'all. <laughs> that was Derek that did that. It's a work in progress. Lame. I am sorry. I hate <laughs> to but, uh, You know, Roger, though, if I get any better at that, you won't be able to do it anymore. I mean... Oh, you got a long way to go, kid. Yeah, keep Good. working. Hey, Tony, you brought up the small schools. Well, well, we got Roger here. We got to talk about Franklinville. I know that's like his favorite team. So we've got to talk about the Haskell girls when Roger's on with us. All right, Rog, late on us. Uh, and I am glad, Nate, because you're leading into something else. You know what my pet peeve is. I'm sure you're ready for it. Uh, but uh, Class D, Franklin, and Panama. You got the uh, Haskell sisters at Franklinville, Danielle. Only a sophomore. I think she's probably the 
first or second leading scorer in Western New York. Yep, Smudge uh, knows how to score. Yeah, she does, and uh, she's been playing since seventh grade. Uh, chances are, barring something unforeseen, and two years from now she will take over as the all-time Section 6 leader in Western New York. Uh, she's averaging about 25 for uh Sister, senior Allie, who is already a St. Bonaventure commit for softball, she's averaging 15 and 20. So uh, there's 35 points right off the bat. And they are going in a Class D against Panama. Can you guys still hear me? Yep, yep. We got you, Raj. Okay. We got you, Raj. Panama is three-time New York State runner-up. Uh, the three years ago, they were actually eliminated in the, uh, the semifinals, but the next two years in the finals, all by the same team. They should be one of the favorites to win the state. I would guess that the Franklinville-Panama matchup in the playoffs, and it's supposing that they do end up in separate brackets, they will play the final. That could be the de facto New York State Championship game. Now, what I alluded to earlier, and Tony, I'm sure you'll agree with me on this one. This is a pet peeve of mine. They have one girl who played on the team the last couple of years. She's a junior who is also a volleyball player who played on the New York State Championship team one year ago and the state runner-up this past fall. She has opted not to play basketball this year in her junior year to concentrate on volleyball. It is my understanding her coach has indicated to her that if she concentrates on basketball, she could or on volleyball, she could end up playing D1. I have a real problem with that, Tony. Number one, whatever she would do in travel ball this year, the coaches that would see her in travel ball since she's played in a state final the last two years will be nothing new to her. There aren't going to be anybody who's going to discover her that already has not. Number two, uh, just because uh, this uh, travel coach has not, uh, you know, whatever his motivation is, I don't understand it. I don't understand how playing basketball would hamper her volleyball chances. And uh, number three, and first and foremost, she is. She was five foot six a year ago. She's five foot seven, five foot eight tops this year. Take a wild guess at the number of uh, outside hitters who are only five foot eight that are playing D one volleyball. Uh, probably a low, low number. I was going to say very close to a nice round number if you get my drift. Ooh. And I would like, uh, I'd love to hear, uh, especially Nate's uh, input on this. I'm just, what I feel this girl done, she's given up something, being a part of something special. And again, it's not a given, you know, obviously having to go through Franklinville, but nonetheless, I really think she's given up something special for something she really does not need to do. And Tony, I know how you feel about uh, athletes uh, participating in multiple sports. And that's what college coaches are looking for. They don't want somebody that specializes in just one. They want them competing year-round. Yeah, because it's so just the competition makes you better regardless of the sport. Experience is experience, one way or the other. Nate? Yeah, I mean, 
I, the individual situation I'm not really familiar with, but at, at the same point, um, I, I just think being a part of that winning program, that winning tradition, and being a part of a team is what you know high school sports is all about. You know, those are memories and things that last a lifetime, and you only get one shot at those. That's things. right. Um, you know, and it goes by really fast. Um, so you know, that, that's the only thing I would say on that regard. And I agree with you. I mean, from a college perspective, I mean, kids that play multiple sports, you know, they're going to be in shape year round. They're going to be a part of a, a team and a culture year-round, which you know only is going to make them better in whatever sport they end up choosing to do at the next level, if they so choose to. Yeah, you want them to compete. That's yeah. what it's all about. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to take a look at some of the other schools, uh, small school, Monsignor Martin, large schools. We'll get all of that in and more on Inside High School Sports. We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiuri, along with Frank Wolf from Western New York Athletics, Nate Butel, head coach, women's basketball and triple C, and Brian Baker, head girls basketball coach at Wilson. Talk, And we also have Roger Weiss on the line in his uh, cozy cabin in Boston. I'm sure he has the fire going and, hot chocolate. and a little hot chocolate with marshmallows. <laughs> Yeah, well, I've been upgraded since the last time I did something on the air, Tony. If you'll recall, uh, many years ago, uh, my uh, little corner of the world used to be, you know, midway between the sump pump and the dirty laundry. <laughs> been upgraded to upstairs now. So. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, Tony, I want to announce real good. I got a call from Bob Carnavalli, our friend, during the break. And uh, just so something you know, and we were jumping the gun, but nonetheless, uh you know how we have the Silver Hoops games every year? Right. At Graveyards. Well, there's right. some change in the Butler Mitchell's plans. And what they want to do this year, and number one, it's going to change from Graveyards to uh, uh, Kinesis High School. And it'll be April 7th, whatever that Saturday is, I believe. Yeah, it's the 7th because uh, April 1st is Easter. Uh, they're going to have one boys uh, senior all star game and one girls senior all-star game uh i don't know how they're going to whittle down to only 24 players boys and 24 girls it's going to be kind of tough because there'll be some seniors that'll obviously be left out but this is something uh that uh, they have in mind at least they're going to try it because we don't know if the lions club is going to have a girls game this way there will be at least a game for most of the uh, outstanding seniors. Like I say, I'm jumping the gun, and uh, Brian, he uh, uh, explicitly asked if you would be interested in contributing on that. So you got a heads up one way or the other. You will be contacted by him. Okay, Raj. All right, let's get back to talking uh, girls' hoops, and we're uh, talking about small schools. So, guys, you know, whether it's my senior Martin or, or whatever, just throw it around as uh, some of the teams that are uh, catching your eyes. Yeah, um, well, Raj mentioned Franklinville there. They also had a big win over Sacred Heart, you know, perennial large school contender uh, earlier in the season, which I, I think the small schools are real top-heavy. There's some really good teams there at the top. Uh, Franklinville, Panama, Southwestern right now looks really good, um, you know, in that B classification. Uh, and then Brian could talk about his league counterparts, but, you know, Newfane's having a great season. Senior Paige and Borski uh, had 38 points the other night. Um, you've got Akron that's kind of been, you know, Know, surprising a lot of really good athletes there, pure speedy athletes on their team. Um, you know, and then back down to the southern tier, you got Allegheny 
limestone. Uh, Frank Martin always does an awesome job. Morgan Davis, you know, six foot post for them is you know uh, re- really turning some heads down there too. But Bakes can talk about the NO a little bit. Yeah, the Niagara Orleans League, uh, new fan in Akron right now on top. Um, you know, the the player we were talking about watching the other night was Paige Borski, and it was super impressive. She knocked down eight threes in that game against Medina in a 38-point game. Uh, she's she's put in a tremendous amount of time. You're talking about offseason. This is somebody who goes from a game and then goes works out in the gym after the game. So she's definitely uh, one of the top players in our league. Um, Akron obviously is playing well. Uh, they had a great volleyball season that carried over to the basketball season. Their coach, Brittany, is doing a great job there. Um, and, uh, you know, the rest of the league, I think, is playing pretty consistent. Um, Caitlin Snook's playing well for Albion. And uh, throughout throughout our league, I think it's just a, a, a tight league where everybody really works hard. Um, Nate talked about some of the other schools. Um, Allegheny Limestone, uh, he said. They're coming down to our tournament at the end of the year. That should be a good one. They're going to actually stay the night down at our tournament, so we'll play them. Um, and then, you know, you got Panama and you got uh, Franklinville down there, and those teams obviously have great experience. Um, Brian, so, you mentioned uh, that Paige Jamborski had eight threes the other night. Yes. Uh, who does she think she is, Maddie Williams? I don't know. She was, she was, she was playing <laughs> against. A lot of them were right on Maddie Williams. She was <laughs> right in front of her. Yes, they were playing against Maddie Williams. So, <laughs> well, I guess she sent her a message. Uh, Tony, for uh, for your benefit, Maddie Williams is the young lady who uh, broke the New York State record a year ago for number number of three point baskets in a single game. She was sixteen for seventeen from the floor that, wow. and three point shots. That's consistent. Yeah, that that's sick, is what it is. How about my senior Martin, guys? Well, there's a new coach, obviously, taking over at Mount St. Mary's, uh, Fran Snyder. My boy. Uh, no, um, you know, everyone knows who Fran is, but he took over at Mount St. Mary's and uh, was welcomed to the uh, league, if you will, this week by O'Hara. Uh, that was kind of a, a rough one for him, wasn't it? I, I believe they lost by almost 40. Yeah, I was there with Francis. Um, oh, boy. I, I was sitting by him. Yeah, that was a tough game. But you know what? You know what's yeah. funny there, though? Mount St. Mary played a great first quarter. I think they, they kind of woke up a sleeping giant, though. Okay. Um, they, they they had a lead for most of that first quarter and played really well, composed, and, and then they kind of you know lost it against that pressure. O'Hara, it's tough. They're Are they the team again. to beat this year? They're, they're loaded again, I think, in the Monsignor Martin. I mean, you got Angel Parker, probably Division One point guard. Um, you've got Sierra Harrison. you got Kiara Johnson, who's committed to Eastern Michigan already. Um, you know, you've got the, the younger Parker, uh, Aaliyah Parker, who, who's really talented, too. I'm sure I'm missing people. Nikel O'Neal, Nick's daughter, who's really speedy. Um, so they, they've got a loaded lineup, and they played a really tough schedule. They played, you know, a regional schedule. They've been down to Elmira, and they'll go down to New York City and Erie, PA, and so they'll test themselves. Oh, they'll be battle-tested by time playoffs roll around. Absolutely. And that's Sacred Heart. I mean, you've got Michaela Ryan, who's one of the best scorers. You know, her and Smudge, who we talked about earlier, Danny Haskell. Smudge? They, yeah, they were on our uh, <laughs> they were on our BCANY team that Brian and I kind of worked with this past year, and and those two were our leading scorers there. And and for my money, they're two of the best scorers, uh, you know, in New York State. Wow! Can you see anybody pushing O'Hare? I mean, the Sacred Heart. Uh... Can the, they push in them? In the Monsignor Martin? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I okay. think they can give them a game. I mean, they have 
Sacred Heart has a lot of size um, and a lot of length. I mean, Michaela's you know six foot two, and and Siobhan, the sister, her sister is you know six foot, and Mackenzie sees is six foot tall. Um, so they have a lot of size. Um, you know, as long as they can handle that speed and that pressure that you know O'Hare has been known for the last you know five years or so. Um, yeah, they can give them a run. How do you? I mean, by the end of the year, guys, that they are going to give them a run. Uh, bearing in mind. Uh, O'Hare only puts eight players out there, but all eight contribute. It's not like three are on the bench just in case someone fouls out. They all contribute. Uh, having said that, and I'm glad you mentioned Mackenzie, uh, Nate, because uh, she was another one of your players from the BCANY, and Ron Stepien told me the other night that the last few games she has really come alive, and if she can contribute out there, uh, make things interested, what my biggest concern was, would there be somebody to match up against uh, the Johnson girl? Mm-hmm. And if she can at least contain her and force all the other ones to do the, uh, you know, take the brunt of the scoring. Because if you'll notice, uh, they don't have any what you, what you would call a typical great scoring leader, like the you know as comparable to uh, Michaela Ryan on uh, Sacred Heart. So, and Johnson is one of the inside people. If they can force O'Hara to the outside, keep them on the outside, make them hit threes, they, uh, I think they could beat uh, uh, O'Hara. Now, moving on to the playoffs, and there, the Monsignor Martin is going to be slightly different this year. The top six teams will vie for the overall uh, Monsignor Martin playoffs. The eventual playoff winner... We'll have to go downstate and play double A in the uh, New York State Catholic Finals. The runner-up will have to go down the state to play Class A. And believe it or not, I like whoever ends up in that Class A game to go be very successful downstate. Now, the last four or five teams in Monsignor Martin will have their own playoff, and whoever comes out of that will go downstate as the B representative in the Catholic State Finals. Pretty cool stuff. All right, Raj, let's go and guys, let's get into the large schools again. Monsignor Martin or uh, Section Six. What do you? Who do you guys like so far? I think Orchard Park's playing real well. Um, I, I think the whole ECIC one is a good division. You got Orchard Park over there. Um, you got Lancaster over there with Mahoney and Wozniak and Clarence. Um, Eckert and Reynolds are tough. Uh, Sam Fisher, obviously, for Orchard Park. But I, I think the ECIC1 is a ve- very talented, very talented division. Really balanced, too. I think they, they kind of beat up on each other a little bit there. Frontier with a big win the other night at Lancaster. Uh, Claire Kruska and, yeah. and Kennedy Izzo, who's a multi-sport kid there, too. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of parity in that ECIC1. Speaking of ECIC, where does Will East fit in the mix? I know they had a coaching change there. I believe it's uh, ECIC2. ECIC2. Oh, Nick DeVita is the, is it Ryan DeVita? Ryan, Ryan, Ryan DeVita from Will North, I believe he spent some time over there. He's now a head coach there. Rachel Romanowski is uh, pumping in 18 points a game, 12 rebounds. She's a 4.0 student, three-year varsity player. Um, just talk about their chances. I know that uh, I've talked yeah, to Will South over in the ECIC okay. too. Obviously, I think they're the the team over there. But you know, Amherst uh, Amherst is playing well. They played O'Hara really well earlier in the season. Um, so you know, with those with those two, they're probably the top two. But I think you know, um, with Wanzer at Amherst and Klein at Amherst, they got they got some talent there too. So I, I think Amherst could beat some teams. But I think right now, if South gets healthy, they're probably the team to beat. 
Yeah, I, I would agree, Brian. We, we were talking in the break about um, you know South later on this year playing Cardinal O'Hara. They're currently 1-2 in the, the polls right now, and they, they have a matchup coming up in February. Um, you know, and that'll, that'll be a matchup of a number of future college players and future Division One players. Um, you know, that'll be fun to watch. Um, you've got the Amari DeBerry uh, inside, six foot five, six foot six center. Um, you know, for for Williamsville South. That's what do you call that? B the Bigs, the Bigs. Yeah, a high sure. a high BCS recruit. Um, you she's know, only a freshman, right? Um, yeah, she <laughs> um, and she's very talented to the point where she can step out and hit the three at this point, and she can handle the ball a little bit. Uh, if they can keep her out of foul trouble, I mean, she's obviously a huge cog for them. Uh, and Coach Dolan's daughter, uh, Hannah, has really uh, improved and impressed me a lot, uh, matured a lot at the point, and she's healthy now. She she missed a lot of last year. Uh, and, and Bakes mentioned a couple of their other key role players that have been with them for three and four years when they went on that run for the state title a few years back are, are getting back to health, and um, you know they're becoming a, you know more of a, a full-strength unit. And when they do that, that they're going to be fun to watch, too. Hey, Raj, uh, how about you, some of the uh, large schools? Yeah, uh, and uh, the, the leagues you just talked about, uh, it should be pretty much a formality that uh, Will South will get to the A1 championship game. Uh, the only A1 school I see really being a possible threat if they bring their A game is Kenmore East with uh, another one of Nate Summer players, Serena Sordetto and uh, Alexi Lagatuda. But uh, the real battle is going to be for Will South is when they have to play the, assuming they win, they have to play the crossover game because A2 is going to be a war. Yeah. you got four teams in there, and three of them, I believe, are in ECIC three in the same division, and that is Iroquois, East Aurora, and Lakeshore. And you throw in Amherst from up north, that is a final four that will be worth watching. And there's a big game today with East Aurora. I don't believe it's been postponed, but isn't it, Brian? You mentioned East Aurora and Clarence. That that should be a pretty good one. Yeah, I think that's still on. I saw it on. Twitter. As of ten o'clock, the game was still on. Terry Kunick sent me a message. That game is on. Uh, for those who were uh, looking for that Panama at Lancaster game today, that has been canceled. Panama is not making up the trip. But uh, yeah, I basically I agree with what you guys said on there and. The three teams I mentioned from down south, and then you put Amherst in there. Uh, Amherst played Cardinal O'Hara in the El Paso and only lost to him by six points, and they were leading after three quarters. So as young as Amherst is, they are also experienced because they're two ninth graders, uh, younger Wanzer girl, Ellie, and uh, Emma Klein. They are showing that last year's uh, eight, uh, 8-2 up uh, championship was no fluke and they weren't a one-girl team as a lot of people assume so i'm really looking forward to the a2 semis and the finals all right guys we're going to take a break when we come back uh, we'll continue our look at the large schools talk about some of the player more of the players that uh, you guys are really liking so far this year don't forget sports talk saturday up next at 11 o'clock i'm sure there'll be a lot of discussion as to who could be the next offensive coordinator for the buffalo bills we'll be back after this we're back one last segment of inside high school sports talking girls basketball all right, guys. Prediction time. 
Who's going to come out on top? Who are we going to see uh, being crowned as Western New York champions? I think Brian said during the break something about a new new coach school up in Lockport might have a chance. Was that what you were saying, Brian? My Tyrod fan. <laughs> <laughs> Big Joe. That's my boy up there. Uh, Roger, who do you like? Double uh, A? Yeah, let's start off with Double A. Why not? Oh, Double A. Pick names out of a hat, Anthony. Whoever brings their A game. Between Orchard Park, Frontier, Clarence, Lancaster, I could see any one of them. If any one of them win, it wouldn't surprise me. And, and, and when we get to playoff time, is uh, home court advantage an advantage? Nah, I, I don't know what it is. It would appear to be an advantage, but the trouble is it's usually, for example, if the four seed plays the five seed, no, that is, that's a pick em game. The other ones, it would look like an advantage only because the one's playing the eight and two's playing the seven. Okay. And uh, plus, once you get to the semifinals, there is no home court because they play on a right. designated neutral court. What do you guys like? Uh, while we're mentioning double A, just so you know, I just got an update. The Clarence game at East Aurora today is on for those interested. I thought I'd cool. do that. Uh, All right, my, my gut opinion, I think I'm going to so, take... I'm pulling out of the hat, Roger, right now. I'm taking Orchard Park out of the double-A. I'll take Lancaster. Oh! <laughs> to make it a war. <laughs> Why not? Who do you got, Frank? I pick Frontier because you'll accuse me of being a homer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say what I... the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> he whispered Lockport. <laughs> there All right, you go. A- like A1, Rog. A1. A1 is going to be Will South. Uh, A2, like, out of those four teams. And as far as state champions go, uh, this might sound negative, but whoever is the Monsignor runner-up, which presumably be be the loser of the uh, O'Hara Sacred Heart game, I like them to go all the way in the Catholic states. Uh, Any chance that we'd get uh, a champion out of our, uh, from uh, this end? In the Publix? I, I mean, you like the Class Ds, Panama and Franklinville. I mean, I, I like both of them uh, against anybody in the state. I so like, as good as like Will C's. South is, you guys don't uh, see a, a state title for them? No, I, I think they certainly could. They did it a few years ago with, with a lot of these same players as youngsters on that team. I didn't say they couldn't. Okay. Just, uh, is, is Rochester Mercy double-A or A? Uh, they're double-A. Oh, okay, well, that's good. for That'll... that'll Work for Will South then. Then I like Double A in Rochester's loaded. Ooh, Penfield, uh, Mendon. No, Mendon. I think Mendon might be an A, but you got Mercy. That's loaded out there. Exactly, and uh, don't forget Bishop Kearney. Yes, they're no slouch this year either, and they're young. They're going to be around for about two, three years. Okay, who else? You, uh, let's uh, go down NFL? to what, ECIC we, three. We're not in the NFL a, yet. A two, A two, uh, taking Amherst. Yeah, A1, I know Frank wanted to mention Grand Island as, as a, um, a team in A1 with Sam Bailey and Lydia Sweeney and Coach Wegrin there. Um, you know, they, they could be a factor. I know Roger mentioned Kemo Reese. Grand Island actually beat them earlier in the year. A2, I mean, it's just going to be a battle. Um, you know, I'll give Amherst the leg up. They played so well against O'Hara, I'll give them the leg up. Coach Not East Aurora? I'm gonna give. I mean, East Aurora is good. Emma Brinker is okay. really good, and Coach Shutram is a good guy too. But I'm, I'm gonna give it to Amherst, the Young Guns. Still got to get out there and earn it, though. We didn't mention uh, the NFL this year. They're changing their format. 
and they got uh, four teams in one division, five teams in the other. And what happens, uh, the uh, four-team division, they play each other twice, and they play the uh, five-team division once, and uh, vice versa for the other. What happens, they've only scheduled 19 games instead of 20. Their 20th game, the two first-place teams will play off for the overall Niagara Frontier League championship. The seconds will play each other. The thirds will play each other. The fourths will play each other for their, you know, respective 20th game, and they already have opponent lined up to whoever ends up being fifth in the five-team division. We don't have enough time, but it's kind of silly. But it's... <laughs> Sorry, Brett Banker. Who do you got in B1? Uh, B1, I, I like the Panthers. I'm I like a new thing. Coach Klump, got to give it to him. Oh, I love that guy. A lot with Paige Jamborski. He's done a great job, and he, they've worked really hard the last few years. And Hey, Bakes, what do you think about B2? Well, I think I might get run out of the studio if I don't take Wilson. <laughs> I would think so. I did want to mention in B2, Olmstead out of the city of Buffalo. I think they're the best team in the city. Um, you know, you got Rutledge, you've got McDuffie. Uh, Coach Orlando always does a nice job there. They're always uh, really disciplined, and uh, they, they've got a lot of athleticism. Young young athletes there, so so they're they're a team to look out for in Southwestern B2. obviously um, is tough in that bracket. Yeah, and that's probably who I, I would pick. Sorry, Bakes. Ooh. That's why they play the games. That's right. You're giving him motivation. That's what he needs. That's what he girl, wants. I got a couple girls on my team from Southwestern, too. So. Uh, okay. In the Cs, uh, I'm going to take Limestone. Absolutely. I like Allegheny yep. Limestone a lot. Yep. Frank's, Frank's too good of a coach, and, and Morgan Davis is tough, and they've got some good athletic guards, too. What about the Ds, Roger? Come on. This is your moment right here to shine. Franklinville or Panama? Against Panama, and I'm not going to go against... Uh, Franklinville, I am just looking forward to that game. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> come on, Raj, live a little bit. Who has a better snack stand? <laughs> he Spring- won't even answer that one. Oh, oh. Man. Man. Jeff Haskell's going to be blowing you up after Ooh. this, Roger. You're in trouble, Raj. You are in what trouble. What did I say? Same thing a year ago. Everybody says, wow. And, uh, you know, Panama's for real, you know. Even without Madeline Bowen, they are very reputable and all that. Uh, if Smudge, <laughs> Haskell, and her sister Alice, their uh, A game, look out. But uh, again, I'm looking forward to that game. That would be as good as any playoff game you're going to see come late February, early March. I hear you. Raj, stay safe and warm. Uh, maybe get an order of garbage plate, see if anybody will deliver it to you. I was just going to say, would they deliver from Rochester? Yeah, well, it's worth a call. Uber Eats. Uber Eats, there you go. All right, Raj, we'll talk to you next week. Center Court will be in studio. We'll talk boys basketball. Uh, So thanks, guys, for coming in. It was great always to have you in here. A lot of fun. Uh, Brian Baker and Nate Butel. Best of luck to you guys' squads uh, the rest of the way. And uh, we'll talk to you come playoff time with more girls basketball. Sports Talk Saturday is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.